To the pour up podcast we back for another week another round of drinks and good conversation with the homies what's going on y'all hey yo what's going on got the homie brandon in the building from shift division media what's going Curtis on this is a keister host over there yeah we're here camera and special guest my man from a long time ago ex-co-workers still friends uh i don't even know what the title of this guy so many jobs so many hats but uh, what you call it? I hustle. Oh uh, uh, yeah, um, I hustle. <laughs> I hustle. I do it. He's sponsored by Apple. <laughs> <laughs> My man Levi in the building. What's going on, Levi? Not much. I, I like using my regular name. I wasn't really a nickname person. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's cool, man. That's not a big deal. I feel like I need a longer name now. <laughs> How long you been thinking about this? Oh, all, all my life. Because as a black man, you're not supposed to just go by your real name. <laughs> True. Because you, somebody might be looking for you and. Fondress, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> you can relate. Is that what it is? Black people are supposed to have a, a nickname. They, I, I have Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. Um, me and DJ Royce, we came up with it. Uh, going to Miami one time, we talked about Dave Chappelle. Oogie Boogie, but that just kind of <laughs> stuck. But I mean, it's, I was wondering where that came from. Yeah, we we were driving to Miami for the. Uh, it was like the MTV uh, Music Awards. He was going to do an interview for all the artists. We were driving. We were talking, trying to stay awake. And we are like, Woogie Woogie now. Woogie Woogie. <laughs> woogie Boogie, nigger. Woogie and it just turned to Woogie Boogie. It was a joke. And it trickled to the next person, the next person. Yeah. And, yeah. Nobody, dope, spe- man. nobody spells it right. I mm-hmm. thought it was like a childhood nickname or something. Something your family bestowed nah. upon you. Nah, I think my grandmother called me Zonk. Oops. Because I snored. But that's not going to get Zonk. Me. You're not getting no ass off. <laughs> 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 you Zonk is here. Zonk. Zonk. You sound like you hit people hard with your ass. <laughs> <Sound like laughs> a cartoon character. Is what it sounds like. It's like you go to Comic Con all the every time. Hey, I fucks with Comic Con. <laughs> that's hey, it's, it's a different world. Yeah. True. I mean, that's that's the world we live in. Uh, yeah. Revenge of the nerds and all that. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you: You, you hustle, I hustle. Uh, what's some of the things you do in, in your hustle in your day to day? Well, my nine to five, pay the bills, mm-hmm. drive a city bus. Okay. That that's what I do nine to five. How's that? It's good. I can't I, complain. I don't think I've ever met a bus driver before. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Any crazy stories? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. We we work in a mental health hospital, right? That's take, where we used to work. Yeah, yeah. Take that hospital, put it on four wheels, and you have <laughs> and ride out. <laughs> and and that that's the bus driver. Really? Like, take central intake. You still babysitting? Put central intake. Yeah, they're just all off their medication, and nobody's wow. gonna get that. You'll never meet more homeless people with a schedule than you will as a bus. Homeless driver. people ride a bus. Homeless people got places to go. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen, every shelter has food, has okay. a different feeding time. So they're trying to get around. Yeah, they got to get to feeding. Or they're just trying to stay warm. Okay, I mean, that, the longest bus route, that's a good they hustle. get in the back, they hang out. Now we have Wi Fi. Is there rules against that? Like, you can't just ride the bus and chill on You that. get to go up, down, and you got to get off. Ride something else. So you go from one end of the, the line to the other, and then you got to go. Yeah, you go okay. from one, you go, you go up, you can go down, you, you do a full lap. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, besides that, I work with uh, DJ Royce. We got Cut the Check, CTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of things going on. He, actually, tonight is the Rhapsody Suite down at District 13. What's going on down there? You know what? I don't really... I think what it is is they cover... They use local acts to cover 
uh, like albums, like okay. Michael Jackson Thriller, uh, and they use like a live band and that sounds dope. Yeah, nobody's getting shot. That's Y'all wanna what go? It it's safe. It sounds safe. It sounds like my, <laughs> sounds like my kind of event. Yeah. I can but, go have a good time. Take my so girl. you know whatever Royce is up to, you know. Uh, Shout out to Royce. I, I detail cars. Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing that for a hobby, and I uh, figured I might as well get paid. What do you mean hobby? Like uh, I, I like to watch the car. Like uh, when a car comes in dirty, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know it what it is, you. and it just looks, <laughs> and you just take the, the it. OCD kicks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if it's just filthy, right? It's Saturday. Look how hyped he gets. Talking about the <laughs> see, you see this brace? Like, just uh, thinking about the mud flaps. It's just visual. I'm about to go watch right. the damn car now. It's dirty, and it just, psh, and it's beautiful again. That's what, So you do exterior or interior also? I do whatever, the whole thing. I do everything. Man, that's, what are you doing? Well, it, like, Levi, a.k.a. Armor All. Like, like, <laughs> unless you see some, like, really, like, unless you have, like, unless you let some toddlers go ham in your car, I can pretty much nah, clear, I can clear it out. You know what I mean? That's um, what's up, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I was doing it for free. I was doing it for so cheap. Flip it to a business. And now, yeah, now it's a business. So now I got Oogie's Auto Spa. Where okay. can they find you at? Uh, 8701 North Nebraska. Okay. Yeah, I work by myself, so don't... Yeah. What's that, like Nebraska MLK? Yeah, it's by the Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful. Uh, by, by, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's cool. I mean, you, you can make it in and out of that. Same. Yeah, the Springs is getting better. Yeah. There's a lot of police over there. Yeah, they, they it, up the presence. It's been a questionable neighborhood for a while. For a long time. For the, for those of you not from Tampa, uh, yeah. the Springs is that area. I did it's, see a white guy sitting outside, so I guess it's getting safer. Nah, that's, a, <laughs> that's a rough <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that's always a sign. If you if you ever want to, like, I noticed something driving the bus. West Tampa, uh-huh. you know, Main Street, that was a bad area. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I noticed I've seen... White women with yoga mats. Oh, that's, that's in the area. Terrible. Oh, that's how you know. You you're know. Over. You're, over. Things are on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. Your, your neighborhood <laughs> has changed over. Your property yeah. rate is yeah. going to go up. Well, <laughs> I, I, live, I live in Seminole Heights, so I still deal with the hookers. Seminole Heights is coming up too, though. Seminole Heights is. Yeah, there's some little, there's some little, little spots in there, though. Yeah, I heard some good restaurants, a couple of nice bars. That's some of the best was. restaurants over there. In the really? Mom and Pops, yeah. Yeah. Hippie stuff. Yeah. Brandon knows. See the white people know. See? I'm here to spread the cheer. Seminole Heights was theirs, and it was infiltrated. Yeah. So it's just kind of taking it back. I don't know if West so, Tampa ever... I don't know if that counts as gentrification if it was already theirs and they just took it back. Like, Sulphur Springs used to be, like, the best neighborhood in Tampa. Remember, it was like, that's where the rich people used to live. That's what it was. Out by the track? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I don't know when it went south because I'm, I'm originally from New York. Remember okay. So, so um, Albany. City? Albany. Oh, okay, upstate. Yeah. So, for New Yorkers, I'm not from New York because I'm from Albany. But if I'm You're, from, like, stuck in the middle. And if, <laughs> if, if you ask a Southerner... Where you're from, I say New York. And they go, Albany. Oh, okay. If you ask somebody from Brooklyn, they're like, where you from? Albany. You ain't from fucking New York. You're from Canada. You know <laughs> you're from Canada? That's, you're from Canada. That's the line. You're over there yeah. Buffalo something. <laughs> you're either from the city or you're from Canada. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. That's what, you know what it is? They, they don't give us any credit because our rent's not as high. You know what I mean? Like people from New York City, they come to Albany and just like, yo, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to keep things sweet. And mm-hmm. then they get killed. And like, okay, maybe it wasn't as Is it rough out that way? It, you know what? I, I was reading some of my friend's statuses. I think our crime rate is higher than Compton's. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Jeez. Albany, the new Compton. You, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Watch yourself out at Albany. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides that, uh, I'm a father, too. So, yes. Shout uh, out to the parents. How old are the kids? Uh, nine, my daughter, mm-hmm. and one for my son. Youngest. Yeah. I see the pictures on FB. Yeah, yeah, they're Do good. Dude. They're all right. 
One was well, I, I neither of them were really planned strategically, but mm. they're not mistakes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you worded that. Like, I'm not gonna say you was a mistake, but I'm gonna say that you weren't. <laughs> you weren't. Part, you weren't part of the playbook. You, you was audible. My, t- my, <laughs> my Tourette's kicked in when I was yeah. supposed to pull out. Yeah, <laughs> what? I had that jiff. So, uh, 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 I think I covered them all. Yeah, I think I am. I'm a jack of all, all trades. Right, so, just a recap for the listeners out there, parent. Uh, car detailsman, bus driver, formerly worked at mental health care. Promoter. Pro- promoter. Oh, is, is that what you do with Royce? You, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Royce's. I'm Royce's. Uh, you, you the mic man. I the do MC. his. I do his Twitter. Yeah. I do his Facebook. Uh, I do our CTC business page, like uh-huh. our Facebook page. So anything like Royce puts out, he gives to me. And Royce strictly is DJing. Yeah, Royce. Pretty, yeah, just, and then you handle all the yeah, you, yeah. you the face like Roy says give me the this has to go out I get to his Twitter post it get on his Facebook post mm-hmm. I run his Facebook fan page I do his Twitter and I do a regular that's what's up man so what, what type of events do y'all get into with that uh, I well, mean other than the one well, that you Royce said like the, tonight well Roy's the DJ of everything so mm-hmm. nightclubs proms bar mitzvahs Clan rallies, whatever you, <laughs> whatever, whatever you need to DJ for. I mean, we, but uh, I mean, he's not doctors. He's DJ medical offices, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, from Empire. You know what I mean? Where's his main place? Does he have them? Nah, not anymore. Okay, so it used to be Ebor. He was at the Jazz House for a little while, but you know what? As you say that name, I, it just occurred to me that my dad, my dad DJs, mm-hmm. and he DJed at the Jazz House too, and he knows Royce. Small world. Uh, DJ, I don't know if you know him, TLX. Um, you might have seen him in Passive Bar. I've seen him before. But he definitely DJed at Jazz House, and he say Royce holds down like that first floor mm-hmm. where the bands and stuff are. Yeah, because I think Sandman went to Green Gators. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, so there's a lot of DJ politics apparently. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a DJ union or something. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I didn't know. But, <laughs> but my dad be telling me about it all the yeah, time. Uh, so one of the things I was curious about uh, was your uh, stand. Would you call yourself a, a comedian, stand-up comedian? Yeah, or? yeah. See. Uh, I never really wanted to be a stand-up comedian. How'd you get into it? I, I've always been a comedian. I guess like class clown. I, um, I can attest to that. Yeah, and uh, you know I was uh, I would always hang out with Royce. You know, while mm-hmm. we oogie boogie goofing off in the car. Um, you know, I I did a couple skits on Act of Fool's album, and you know I'm in Act of Fool. Yeah, in Act of Fool. Yeah, he's in California now. Word. Yeah, he's trying to still doing it. He's trying. Uh, he's got like this TV show, like Are You My Ride or something. Like he's still hustling. Um, but anyway, everybody all throughout the years like you should try stand up comedy. You should try stand up comedy. You should try stand up comedy. And um, I never thought that I can actually take something and save it, mm-hmm. and then it'd be funny tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like Is that having how that works. It's it's like a funny savings account. See, the <laughs> jokes don't change. This is what it is. It's pretty much you just load up your funny, and you just put it in your savings. That's what it is. And then. Every night or wherever you go, you just withdraw. Okay. Because if you ever watch like uh, Kevin Hart or Mike Epps, and you ever watch like the uh, uh, like clips from different cities, mm-hmm. you'll notice that it's always the same joke. Yeah. Yeah. But of course th- you're gonna run it back because these people haven't heard these jokes. Yeah. So that's just basically how it is. But I, you know, what? I went to the improv. Um, I watched people do it, and I was like, I can do it. I can't do it. And then I would sit there like, I can do it. I can't do it. So like three, four weeks went by. Um, I think that's natural because I, I did the improv as well. Mm-hmm. So it's you still have that debate like, man, I'm funnier than these guys, but it's like, can I can I really do this though? Like, yeah. <laughs> I uh, 
I didn't think I'd do it. Then one day, they're like, you could be the first of the 15th. I'm like, okay, is that black thing? Because, <laughs> you know, like, it was literally the first and 15th slot. So I signed up for the first one. And I just went up there and I just did it. Because I don't write jokes. Yeah, you just more speak about stuff you see around you. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, you ride the bus, you know, you're detailing cars, you know. Um, you know, you're detailing cars, you look up, and all of a sudden there's a midget chasing a prostitute with a baseball bat. And you're like, no one's going to believe this. You know? <laughs> 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 so many questions. I have so many questions about. That's life. But see, the thing about it is, is once you go from uh, understanding the the jokes of it, then you have to learn the business of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the business of it is completely different than just laying it out and just walking up on the stage and just saying stuff isn't really what it is. Well, um, elaborate on that for me. So you're saying like there's a... I mean, you're a promoter too, so you have to like self-promote. Yeah. Uh, I think what it is is, is you know, when you do the... We do a lot of open mics. 99% of the time it's open mics, mm-hmm. which is kind of like your practice. But most of the time you perform for chairs. And furniture and bar stools and a couple of drum people. <laughs> I've heard that said before. So, you know, you really don't, sometimes you don't really get a reaction. So you're like, okay, this is funny. I'm going to go practice this real quick. And you go out there and there's nobody to really laugh at it. So you really don't know if it works or not. Yada, yada. But I guess what club owners really want is they want a format. Like mm-hmm. they want a beginning, they want a middle, they want an end. You know what I mean? So the audience kind of has a story to run with. Yeah. But if you're not that kind of comedian, like me, I just like to run off the top. Like I might have this in my head, but I might go this way instead. Because something could be hilarious yeah. at one spot, but not, and you not. put it in your savings account, right? And you're like, this is the one that's going to knock them out their pants. I'm going to just save this. And then you walk in there, and you tell the joke, and they're looking at you like... <laughs> yes, tell, tell us more. That's me in Lakeland. Lakeland, I, I vowed I can't do... I can't do black audiences. Really? Lakeland I, at... I, um, I can see that. What's it called? Uh, I know it's, I've been there before. Yeah, we did a couple... The that, Winter Circle. Show? Yeah, well, yeah winners, well, it was a Jason Alexander. It was a black event. White people love me. <laughs> black people not so much you know that's funny because like I, although i'm black and i fuck with you i know when we like when we used to work black people would be like yo your man kind of corny but but everybody else is like yo he cool like you're a funny dude i think you're a funny dude but i myself might fall into the class of corny black dude too though see, so I don't, we see, might be in there together see i don't understand Whatever. listen I, I was born in 1982 uh-huh. right? i'm 85 i came out of the womb right and I just lived life. I lived in hoods just like everybody else. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that you classify yourself as such. Yeah, no, no, no I know what you're saying. But people, you they, know. They, 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 but this is the thing. This is what you want to say to them. Because, like, look at it this way. Okay, you got the one dude, dreadlocks, gold teeth, pants mm-hmm. sagging, and oh, this, this, that, right? And then you got us corny black dudes, okay? <laughs> We're no different. Quote, quote, yeah. We're no different from that guy. It's the, the only difference is, is that, like, there's no difference between the way he grew up and I grew up. Of course. Except I made a decision that I don't want to be there no more. Of course. Because once you get, if you go to college and you and you do well in school, you spread your horizons. You you, you, you you're smarter. Of course. And you sound different. <laughs> you should. You be able to. You should, <laughs> you should be able to speak properly, and handle yourself in an environment that's not the hood. But, you should. But for people who like to be in that environment, the I grew up in the hood. I like to live in the hood. You know the streets and the scrawl people. I, I get why they think that about us. Who's they? That, the, just I'm that just playing, people. I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 you. No, that, that general group of people who yeah. would classify me as corny, like, 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 first of all, why you speak proper is what I used to always get growing up. Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, my granddad was an English teacher. I, 
I know. I think that's I think that's what's what's tough about being black is like if you're not this stereotypical black, you're not black enough. Yeah, true. But until the police pull you over, oh yeah, then you're all all the same. You're all the same. (laughs) Equal footing until the word comes out. (laughs) It's like they pull you over, like let me see your license registration. Yes, sir, I do have that. They're like. Okay. <laughs> he's diet. Okay. okay. Diet. <laughs> all the all the things you love about a black guy just better for you. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like it's still like still you got big hands. He's still okay at basketball. He's just not gonna do it. He's just diet black. Guy. So just low calorie. That's what we got. <laughs> Negro light. That's it. <laughs> no, that's dope though. I mean, so so black crowds. You, you would you say you? So so you know what it is because my format. I guess what it is is that every comedian has a. Um, has a style mm-hmm. like that's what you do. Mine is race, and okay. I don't think that it's uh, what's the word for it. I don't think that it's more popular for the black folks to really laugh. Like when I said Martin Luther King should have a walking shoe, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you got no laugh from that. That's funny. Why do people think that's funny? Black people are more like you know what it is. <laughs> that is <laughs> funny though. That's fucking hilarious. I said, you know, if Nike was going to hand out endorsements, that would be the one. I mean, Air Martin Luther King. I mean, if you want a tough walking Yo, you, shoe, you got the Air MLK. <laughs> I got them MLK 11s, bro. You yeah. got them. I have a dreams. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> with, the, with the matching fitting. You know, you might be on to something here. But you know, like like black people, they like, oh, because like you know, I, you know what it is. I think when black people stop uh, feeling like they're in a struggle, you uh-huh. f- they feel like you left them. <laughs> You know what I mean? So if we if we're not going through it, then we not together. Yes. Okay. Like if I go back, like if I I like I drive a black Buick Regal okay. with uh, a legal tent, uh, with base in it, and I live towards Lofer Springs, and I never get pulled over. So when you say, "Oh, the cops is beating on us and treating us bad," I'm over here like. Not, Not really. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then you know when the black people go, you know what I'm talking about? They're whooping our ass, and I'm just like. Ah, no, <laughs> I know how to speak to the cops. And they're like, "You're Uncle Thomas Coon," you know what I mean? Uncle like, Tom is one of the stupidest. That's the anyway, thing. let's not get into that. <laughs> there are some Uncle Toms, but just, why am I Uncle Tom? Just because I, I I know how to handle myself, like in a in a in a situation I should know how to handle myself. But that is funny though. The air, the fucking air MLK. It's it, I you, <laughs> you know I always tell them because I yeah. I, did you know that there is an actual... Listen, I'm like, there's actual a chapter of the KKK in Africa? How? In South Africa? See? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly where to go for it. That's what yeah. they were? That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't think they're, like, hanging out in Nigeria. I, mean, I feel like they would prosper. Yeah. Their but, membership numbers would, would dwindle. I think... <laughs> like, they want us to go back to Africa. We don't even have that whole continent. You know what I mean? Like, where are they asking black people to go? I don't. If they kick blacks out of America, we got nowhere to go. They're not kicking it. I can't even get a passport, so I'm not worried about it. You in the same boat, child support? No, no, no. My, <laughs> actually, I'm good. My, I'm actually good. I'm good with my child support, but I got a little arrears, so they be like, you, you can't leave. The I got the number. No, I'm they not really trying to go anywhere else. They don't think I'll come back. <laughs> Have you watched the news? There's no place it's, I'm not going anywhere else. It's it's, it's getting bad here, but I yeah. I think there's I'm other co- there's other places besides Africa that would welcome black. I think Australians like us. It'd be nice to go out that way. Uh, there's nothing to really you get rid do. of some of them animals. Dad, black people don't really. You never really like. 
Warren Sapp was the first black man a shark ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's this? He's like, they come in chocolate? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm okay, everybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they got. I heard they got some big animals over there, but I, you don't really see any black Australians, eh? I don't believe that's a thing. Did they? Who? I'm they? sure the soccer team has some. There's always that random black guy on the soccer team. Yeah, true. That's like baseball, but then they turn out to be Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's really only like three black Dominican. baseball players. The rest are Cuban. <laughs> like we're sprinkled in every sport. Like there's like two in hockey, three in baseball. What did they, What did Australia do in the Olympics? I'm, did they have a team? They had. They probably played rugby. I'm sure. Rugby oh was, yeah, there was rugby was in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. 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 I bet they won. I'm sure they did. I bet they won. But, uh, you know, I always wanted to do, uh, you know, back to where we were at, though, mm-hmm. uh, the comedy we de- thing. We definitely went on a tangent. Yeah, we just definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, put, I grabbed the steering wheel. Uh, <laughs> but I always wanted to do, like, Saturday Night Live, like, acting type stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, this. You know, that like, was my dream. Like, Breakfast Club type stuff. Mm-hmm. I did a couple of improv classes. Really? Yeah, they're, they're, they're a different group. Where do you perform regularly now? Uh, I just usually do open mics and sometimes I jump on like I jump on the forum like hey I need somebody on this and I go ahead and do it you know honestly they don't really have a lot of like I think there's too many shows mm-hmm. for people to actually go to mm-hmm. like you know once in a while I'll do the improv and you know, I'll get on with something you're just saying there's not too many premiere spots there's yeah, too many like coffee the, shops and yeah there's so many of those and there's not enough people that are really interested I, I think I told uh, Orlando one ninety four one like that to mm-hmm. shut up and laugh I was like Wild Splash you uh, take rappers from Tampa, yeah. Tom G. Why wouldn't they do the same for yeah. Shut Up and Laugh? But we have, well, yeah, we have Shut Up and Laugh, and they don't do that. You know, Rio Paris, my buddy Rio, he uh, almost won Florida's Funniest. Really? Is, no, that, is that a local contest, or is that? No, it's Orlando? the whole state. Yeah. I mean, where is it? Where is it hosted? I think right? it's oh, it, well, Lauderdale, you right? Go, you go city to city. So one round's in Tampa, mm-hmm. then Miami. Then like at the finals was in Miami. Mm. You ever but, participated? No, I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be traveling like, with the like road these people. Like some, circuit. like I don't. Yeah, that's that's. I only, looked into it. I know they do it at side splitters. Yeah, they do a little piece. I don't like side splitters because they make you pay for open. Yeah, mic. exactly. I saw that. Really? Too. Yeah, yeah, they make you pay. It's like fifteen. So I don't know if you caught when, but he he's into stand up. He okay. likes. Yeah, yeah, so I did the improv before my daughter was born. Okay, I used to do the open mics and stuff there. Yeah, so, and now it's like. Sparta now. Now you go in there, you have to come with a bat with nails on the end to get to the sign-up list. Back in the day, it was like you walk in there, like I said, you, you want to be first, you want to be 15th, and then now it's like the lines around the building. For Everybody wants to be a comedian. I don't know what Isn't it, is. it so, that place is really tough to play. Uh, Crowd-wise? Yeah. I don't know if it's full of comedians or if it's just, the, yeah, the it's crowd full, is just dead. Open mic Maybe it's a lot of haters or maybe it's like you got to be in that clique. But when I did it, I was like, man, I'm not this bad. (laughs) I could imagine, like, if you're, imagine if you're a a rapper and you go to, like, a rap contest and the whole crowd is other rappers who want to be on. It's like, I don't want to give him the shine. Bro, I'm talking about, there was some funny cats there performing, but it's like, yeah, it's like, yo, this is funny. Why is nobody laughing? I'm a fan of a lot of these local people. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't sit back and be like, okay, when he's done, I'm ready for me. Like, I actually watch him. Like, I can pretty much tell you who's on there by the jokes they tell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I'm a fan. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, you're doing a lot of... At the end of the day, if you look at the bigger picture, a lot of those people coming out of there, you're not going to be the next Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? You, you'll enjoy it. It's a good hobby. But... Is that is that something you would aspire to? I mean, obviously, you want to make millions of dollars to be in a bunch of movies, but realistically, uh, is that something y'all would aspire to in the, in the comedy world? I always said that I would, I would like to just be a working comedian 
Like I would like to. You wanted to get pay the bills. paid. I would like to do. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. I would like to pay my bills. I would like that to be my real job. Not like acting. I like. I want to be on Friday or something like that. I want to be Smokey. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Parker. Mm-hmm. I heard they're trying to put together the the next one called yeah. Last Friday. Yeah, that, yeah I heard uh, about that too. Friday. We could get like a local filmmaker. Just make like one just called Wednesday. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like it up on nothing's them. going on. It's mm-hmm. just Wednesday. Just Wednesday. It's hump day. No crazy shenanigans. A, just Wednesday. I did a Coca Cola spec commercial. I got a buddy that has a rent and roll. He's like he does. He has a creative control for. Their, I did one of their commercials. Really? Yeah, I never bought tires. Rent and roll. R and R wheels. Yep. Uh, this a, one kid, he, he went the full sale. Um, and he put out a Craigslist ad for he needed because he was doing a project. Mm-hmm. So I figured hey, it was good for the resume. You no, know, got there really try it. Took all day. It was freezing. Thirty hey. second commercial. Well, you know. How long you been doing comedy? Uh, like on a stage? Yeah. For, I guess four years. Consistently. About. Uh, hit and miss. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I guess I don't really have that. I want to be a stand-up comedian. Like, plus, I gotta work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a key, you know what I mean? That's a key thing. Having to work does take a lot of time out of your day. Yeah. Like, we, we as as you are on the poor podcast, uh, we started a media company. Me, him, and two other guys, uh, Shift Division Media. If you're listening, you know about it. But um, with in doing that, we find that a lot of times, like, we got to work our, our nine to five, mm-hmm. get off, meet up, record a show, and still have to do like all of the post production it's and lot, editing man. and all that stuff yeah and then still go to work like i have mm-hmm. to work in the morning i work yeah. about 50 hours a week but in addition to that i have to be able to write and be prepared every tuesday yeah. it's taxing man yeah. it's really tough yeah, this see? is a keister Aaron. Every <laughs> yeah because like i get off like i like right now because my schedule changed every three months as a bus driver our schedules change every three months so you work three months and then you go back to the board and in the order you are hired seniority mm-hmm. <clears throat> you pick a schedule that works for you so uh, right now, I get off work at like 9 o'clock. Most shops, most shows start at 8 o'clock. 9 p.m.? Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you were if you were going to host for the improv, usually you'd host Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday. Mm-hmm. Depending on... If, if it's like a three-day hosting yeah. gig. Like, you know, somebody comes, however it is. So, I can have Friday and Saturday might be fine, but then Sunday might be messed up, or, you know, maybe Friday the show starts to... You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just kind of like... You gotta you gotta have to face reality when you're a certain age. Of course, we well, we are in our thirties. You twenty eight, late twenties. Mm-hmm. We all got kids. We all have to pay the bills. But I will say though to anybody listening and to you too, if this is really what you want to do, if that's your dream, I say maybe take a risk and push. Yeah, not my dream. <laughs> you- I mean, I, I I enjoy being funny, but not like on a stage. Like mm-hmm. I, I can do it. Like I don't want to. Like I don't like the. Sound like whatever. You're not demeaning it. Like, You're just not, saying it's not like I'm you. not saying when I walk in the room, I like knock people off their shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't fit in with how they operate. Like I don't like to sit down and have writing sessions. Mm-hmm. Like that's not me. I don't. Do people do that? Yeah, they. they like, gets together. They're like, let's meet. <laughs> Brandon's like, where is where yeah, is yeah, where is that at? What <laughs> yeah. time? Ten Bay Comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm joining. I'm, the, I'm uh, on it. On the, yeah, yeah. They it. they get to, you know like they'll get together. They'll have like you know a writing meeting. Uh, you know, Cigar it, City comedy shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And plus, Word, it, they had click stuff. This is news to me. Like, I'm a big fan of comedy, and I'm, I don't want to be a comedian by any stretch <laughs> of the word. But I, I would be interested in the inner workings of like the comedy. I world. think the, the big thing in Tampa is the Cigar City comedy. That's yeah, the, that's the it. biggest but names are in there. Some of those guys are like, uh, what's his name? Uh, I know a couple of guys like JB Ball. Yeah, JB Ball. Yeah, he just did uh, Kevin Hart's next yeah, up I saw thing that. there. I think he quit his job to do that, mm-hmm. or he got fired. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a cool story. You like, yo, I got fired, but I'm gonna tell everybody. I quit. But you graduated this, from the University of Tampa. That's okay? my dream. So it's mm-hmm. like you went to University of Tampa. 
Mm. I, like, I got a high school diploma. He I got, find he got, I he got, got the means. Yeah, I, yeah, you got a way to step back and get there. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, like, but uh, John Jacobs, like, he's done a lot of stuff. Like, he does a lot for us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, I mean, you're in St. Pete. You're in uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. You're in Newport Richie. Mm-hmm. You know, you're running around. And, you know, some of these places are paid, but you're not making a million dollars. Like, comedians don't make a lot of money doing stand-up comedy. It's other stuff that make. That's why of they course. always have merchandise. Stand-up is the, 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 the promo tool, and then you get into other things like shows, commercials, and yeah, et cetera, uh, endorsements or whatever. But, yeah, I, I said, I, but like I'm saying, I'm not, like, knockout king, but I can leave for six months and come back and just be as funny. Because mm-hmm. I'm not... You're not tied to it. It's I Because I've always been funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, I walked in, and I told jokes, and it was funny. So I can just leave and come back. Like, people, like, like I went and did a show in, uh, was it, Brandy's in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Nice place. Uh, and they loved it. Because, you know, uh... Black Lives Matter, all that stuff, you know, racism. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing. So when somebody I, makes, I love race jokes. When somebody makes fun of it, it's, it's, it's so funny. I'm all about a race joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all about it. If it's funny and tasteful, obviously. But yeah. uh, I, everywhere you're naming, like I, I see you post, I went here, I did this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there, I, I mean, I'm from Tampa, so maybe I'm guilty of like what Americans are guilty of. Like, this is where I live, so this is all I know. Mm-hmm. All I know is the improv and side splitters. I never thought to go like, yeah, so we you have got coconuts. You got yeah. there's a lot of places. Yeah, you got Breeding coconuts. Team. You got improv. You got side splitters. Uh, John Jacobs does Yard of Ale. We have James Joyce on Monday. Yeah, we got kicked out of the gay club. Oh boy, <laughs> we were at Liquid on Seventh Avenue. How, how does that work? Uh, I think we were offending them. The wrong kind of dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, let's be to be fair. Okay, a lot of straight. This was a lot of uh, straight people's first time in the gay club, so. I mean, we have a lot of uh, gay jokes, so. Uh. Let's get back to you, Mr. Okay, Boger. Okay, well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Chappelle show. The Chappelle okay, okay, show. Yeah, that's okay, 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 okay. What is, I forgot what he's even doing in that scene. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember either. He was trying to scare somebody. Scare white people, I think it was. So you 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 want it, your goal is to be in on maybe Saturday Night Live or is, it, is that a dream or is that something you're pursuing? Nah, that'd be, right now. So you taking improv classes? I mean, there's got to yeah, be some I took sort a couple. Of itch there. I took a couple. Of improv. They're weird. Mm-hmm. They're different. Well, improv is always weird. Yeah, you got to be open. Then you really know people are they, like, well, wait a minute. They play like zip zap bop. Yeah, let's like, do a whole thing where we only ask questions. Right there. Yeah. Um, you know what? Right now, I, you know what? I got grown people dreams. Like I'm just like watching tire commercials, like brand new. Tire commercials like goals. <laughs> gotta get you know what I mean? Gotta get me some good years. I just want four matching tires on my car. <laughs> you know good trend too. My tires are looking like a like a group of friends. Like, just one's bald, <laughs> one's got all the hair. <laughs> one's just stumbling all over the place. Like I just want four matching tires. Bro. I just, just said life goals <laughs> is trying to have four matching tires. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Damn. Like I like I understand. Like you know all the all the uh, the improv and the comedy. Like I gave it a run. I understand what it takes to take it serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're gonna have to take those days off. You're gonna have to get on the road. You're gonna have to make those sacrifices and all of this stuff. But does the outcome weigh what the reality is? The reality is, you might wear, you know, 34. You know, might. I mean, some people happen overnight for whatever reason. But um, you know, right now I'm just kind of coasting. That's that's fair. I mean, you still have to you you have a newborn, so maybe that's where your mind is. Um, yeah. I would tell anybody who had any any inkling of an itch, at some point you want to make a decision to work for yourself yeah. and not for somebody else. I mean, that's but, what we're doing now. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I'm detailing cars. That's how, you know, so if, that, if that blew up into his own thing, 
I would. I You'd would be maybe, satisfied. I would maybe work with that. But see, the weather has to. The weather could really mess up your money with that. Oh, I bet. I was gonna get my car washed uh, <laughs> Friday, and right as I was about to decide to get it washed, I saw the clouds gather, and I was like, "No, you know what? I'll just wait." So I got put a little wax on it, so I didn't even go. You know, I I think I might try to retire from being a bus driver because I got a nursing assistant license. I was a CNA too. Mm-hmm. That sucked. I bet wiping asses and changing catheter yeah, bags. That that that, that, <laughs> that is always the like stereotype kind of Saturday of the CNA. They're like. You're wiping ass all day. Which is, Are you? Not all day. <laughs> just in the first half of the day? You, see, the, the smart thing is people just have an rehearsal. You have to be a CNA in the right spot to mm-hmm. not wipe ass. Like, you just have to be, like, in a rehab. You know what okay. I mean? Like, assisting with walking or, like, physical okay. thing. You know what I mean? You just have to take it to the right floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want a floor where people are ambulatory. Because there's nothing worse than bathing an old person. Yeah, like, yeah. you got to lift up their titty and yeah. you got to wash under there. Listen, the I think it's not like you're speaking from first-hand experience. Bro, the day, I worked at a mental hospital. I know how this yeah, goes. The day I had to put a guy's penis in a cup <laughs> to pee will never leave me. What? <laughs> 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 I tell you... If a guy's got to go to the bathroom, right? He can't put his own dick in the cup. Sometimes they can. You had to grab that meat. You had to put it in there. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know how you grab it. Did you like you just got to? You just like? Did you use all five fingers? What? Well, tell me about. I know. I, I, I mean, he didn't have a five fingers one. Like he just had a. Yeah. <laughs> Two fingers. No, I, I don't. I don't even know how you grab a dick. Like, it. like I mean, you just put. It, you just like you just take the cup and just like. Squeeze it around the edge or something, just like flip it in there. <laughs> I feel like that'd have been the day that I had to leave. That was the that was the day for me to say, you know, on my lunch break, I, I thought about it. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> like, like this, like there's some things. Is this what I want to do? For the rest of my life. There's some. Do I just want to flip dicks my whole life. Like, yeah, there's things that never leave you. You know what I mean? Understandable. Um, you know, in the medical profession, that those are people that really have some sicknesses, and you know, it's not laughing at the human. Oh, of course, no, no. We, we're not poking fun at putting a dick illness. in a cup is something that doesn't leave you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you do? Like, like, you, like you get home and like, how was your day? <sighs> uh, I put a dick in a cup. A dick in a cup. <laughs> you can never not. You can't top that day. You can't. Un- yeah. You can't. Un- There's a, a few times at a at a the mental health facility we worked at. Where I had to come home and tell that story, and it's like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, you know what? There's actually a guy that used to be in there. Like, he was really, like, level three, and he rides the bus now. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I had he to remember bait. you? Yeah. A lot of them remember me. They for, look at me. For, I, like, a year after I left, people remembered me all, yeah, they, I, all the time. They don't forget us. For some, uh, for some reason, they're, we're stapled into their <laughs> yeah, brain. We were just text. Where, where, where did you work, when you were, if you I, don't mind saying I worked at a place uh, in Hardy County. Oh, okay, so not not around here. Uh, but it was a neurological institute, but it was more so like a mental hospital. Okay. So I did a lot of that. I never touched a dick, but I, I did <laughs> no. change a lot of catheter bags. In my time at the crisis facility, I never put a dick in a cup. Yeah. That never happened. Hashtag I, put a dick in the cup. Florida I, Hospital. <laughs> I, Florida Hospital. I could tell you exactly where the room was. It's never going to be. <laughs> Dicks and cups. <laughs> Yo, y'all should see him. He's it's going to be fifth floor. He's not even making eye contact while he's telling the story. <laughs> I don't even know where to put my eyes. It was a terrible son. It was September 28th. I remember it was a white one too. <laughs> not to say not to say that you can't five finger a white one, but I'm I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into potential. Dick, dick <laughs> politics. You know it's more It could have been a little cup. Dick logistics. It had to be disappointing. To be in a hospital and you're like, well, at least, you know, like it's an old man. His wife was like, well, at least, Frank, you'll have a hot nurse to bathe you. You know, he probably said he can't and then you dick get in a, a cup thinking he would get a hot nurse and, and then you show up. Then you get a black guy. Because <laughs> I've had the, you know what I mean? With big hands. You get a black guy. Yeah, big black hand. With yeah. calluses. Yeah. <laughs> I had a dentist that was black. I had to get rid of him. 
I was like, his hands are entirely too big. <laughs> like, I, like, 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 I need an Asian dentist. Like, I like my dentist Asian. See, that's why we need racism. The conversation this, took a turn quick. <laughs> this, I had a black dentist and I had to fire him because his hands are too big. <laughs> I said, listen, I have human. I have options. It's my health insurance. I'm just saying. See, this is. <laughs> He's so serious so, right now. <laughs> what was the conversation like when you called your health insurance company? Like, why do you want to switch your primary care? His, his, hands, you know, his hands are too big. His hands are too big. <laughs> Don't give me no black dentist. He's a, he's a, you know, African guy too. You know, these guys are fast. Those guys are built for speed. They're, they're, yeah, they're D- built for speed. Dentistry is not a thing yeah. they should be doing. Yeah. I was like, he's like, he's like, don't flinch, you know. I'm like, he got instructions and shit. Yeah, he told me not to be nervous. I'm like, you're the one with your fingers in my mouth. <laughs> oh you my need God. not to be nervous because that's your whole career that I can bite away. Are you doing any any sets coming up here? Uh, no. This was all my plans for entertainment wise. Is it just the podcast? This is, this is you're more than welcome to come. I was back. excited here. I was like, cool, it's gonna be cool. I didn't know what this was gonna be like because I watch a lot of the uh, Breakfast Club, uh-huh. so I didn't know if it was gonna be like. But wet bottles? I don't know if you did this. Oh, I ain't doing it. Doing it. <laughs> we got Jack bottles. That's that's what we doing. Jack bottles. <laughs> no bottles on Moet. That's a nice bottle too. Let, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. So, what do you feel like it takes to to be able to make it as a comedian? Uh, <sighs> aside from talent, you know. And well, and uh, Are you asking him to be your Yoda? <laughs> My man you know needs a Yoda. You want to be his Yoda? You know what? You it just takes time. That's all it takes. You got time, and you, and you you kind of kind of have to be funny. Because Kevin Hart's not funny to me. Really? No. I think he's hilarious. He, because you're trained to think he's hilarious. I, no, I, th- I think he's funny, but I think he's limited. I, Be- because I, I can see that a bit. I agree I with that. I can give Kevin Hart the same jokes that I have, and he will probably send everybody on the floor. As opposed to me telling it, it's not. Look at, look at it like this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Look at it like this. I, I wanted to do this because <laughs> we, we didn't even get a chance to do this. Uh-huh. Let's get into the dynamics of what comedy is. Mm-hmm. In a comedy format, he... he Comes on stage, he tells jokes, he makes people laugh. Mm-hmm. What about him to you isn't funny? And I'm not offended. You know what don't, it is? Don't take my tone for being offended. I, I can, can care I less. Can, I can tell if you're telling me something that's original, like something is real. I, I'm more like you don't think his stories is real. Uh, they don't feel real. You don't think Uncle Richard Jr. didn't really come out there and talk about? Uh, I mean, I think there might be some stuff to it that's real. I like, feel like some of it's stretched. Like, like when he's doing the spelling bee, you spell the you spell the fuck out of that word. Like, I feel like that's a little stretched. I don't feel like anybody would. But say it was that funny. Like, no, but it's funny. It's a good story. I mean, he's 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 all right. I just think he's over. Who's, who's your guy? Mike Epps. I love Mike. Epps. I love Mike Epps. Mike Epps was a crackhead, but he's a different comedian. Yeah, Mike Epps. <laughs> Mike Epps he's is genuine. A, a, a recovered crackhead. <laughs> He's he still got he still got those tendencies like the fucking yeah, yeah. I like I like Mike Epps I like yeah I like the realism of it like I, if I watch comedy I want I want to well hear Mike Epps tell he does comedy like you do he just walks on stage and starts talking about stuff that's it same that's thing with Sinbad like. like Kevin just feels Sinbad Sinbad he just yeah that's that's the that's the comedy I like so when it came down to being like oh well you have to you have to do it this way it made me feel like well I, I tried it but I didn't feel funny because I wasn't telling it how I wanted to tell it. I was trying to fit in the way that the manager wanted me to be. Uh-huh. The manager says, "Do it this way, this way, this way, and this is how you'll have success." So, so give me, give me a story really quick, just a short, something that happened to you. You, you don't have to be comedy funny here, but just give me a story. Uh, something happened to me. Hey, just something quick. Like, well, what, what did we just talk about? Uh, you put the dick in the cup. Yeah, put the dick in the cup. That was very funny. I believe that really happened. That happened. That there was I, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if you can go into my mind and go over that shadowy day of the dick I, in the cup, I, I saw it in your eyes. How did the guy react? <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, he didn't react. I mean, you know, you, you put the balls in the. You really too? have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know you're, you're grabbing his meat. What does he say? A uh, little to the I don't think. I don't think he's we can... grabbing a guy's penis. He's this guy worked at a mental hospital. He's grabbing a guy's penis and he's putting in a cut because he can't do it for himself. It's like, how does that guy? What what was his reaction? What was I don't thing? know. We didn't discuss this. Like, I wasn't like, hey, buddy, I'm about to put your dick in a cup. How do you think this goes? And like, hold your breath. Wait, <laughs> how did this come about? Did somebody say, hey, Levi, go in there and put a well, dick in Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're, you know, you're, a nursing, you're a nursing assistant. You go to the room to room. You got things to do. Hey, room 71 right. has to go to the Was back. it on, like, a checklist on a sheet of paper? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's hey, like, we, number 14, we're put dick in a cup at we're 3 o'clock. Yeah. We're, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> 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 we agree that this is a funny story. Yes. But what I'm asking is, okay, so flip that funny story in a way that would be Kevin Hardish. Uh, okay, so I'm working in the hospital, I'm walking around the hallway, and uh, I get a call on my bell. The bell rings, I'm looking at the call, I'm like, God damn it, I gotta go somewhere. So I'm walking around, I'm looking, I go into the room, I knock on the door. <laughs> I knock on the door, he there's a guy in there, he says, bell. I gotta go to the bathroom. And you say, okay, you have to go to the bathroom, I'm gonna put the bed rail down, you're gonna put your arm on my back, and then we're gonna walk to the bathroom. He says, no, I can't do that. I said, what do you mean you can't do that? He says, no, you're gonna have to put my dick in a cup. And I said, sir, um, I know that you have a strong accent, could you maybe say that again? Uh, uh, okay, uh, no, you can put your, your dick in a cup. Like, uh, do you have a cup? Do you, what are you, Dixie cup, or what are we gonna do? So I looked at him, he looked at me, I said, listen, I'm gonna put your dick in a cup, but you're not gonna make eye contact with me, okay? So... <laughs> that, that's, that's fucking amazing first of all damn good impression but second um, and it had me laughing the whole time that's, it's, it's as funny as your story because it's true yeah but see what it is I, because what it is I think it is when, when you tell a joke that I mean Kevin Hart's funny but I don't think he's like sell out Madison Square Garden funny you know what I mean like like, like I think he's like like he's good like he's wait, like improv wait, wait. funny something came up during your your, your um <laughs> During your Kevin Hart monologue, did the guy make eye contact with you while you were putting the dick in the cup? I mean, I didn't. I I was focusing on getting the dick in the cup. <laughs> what do you mean by focus? Because like you got to make sure it gets in there. It's I all mean, about it's, it's all about I mean, timing. It's, it's not down by his knees like mine, you know. <laughs> it's up there, so like you oh know, I'm, I'm right at his waist, bro. Yeah, picking up off the balls, and I just I just picture I picture you with this the facial expression, this broken spirit face, like. I, I mean, so did you have to hold his dick while he was peeing the whole time? I figure once so it's, it's not, in a cup, it's fine. But it's yeah, not, it's good. It just just rest the cup on the ball. <laughs> it, it, it ain't a water. It ain't, it ain't a goddamn water. You don't just put the dick on the cup. You gotta hold it while he's peeing. You gotta wipe the dick off and shake it and Wait. get all the extra excess pee drops. No, nah, you gotta put it back it, in his pants. I don't. You, this is what you do with your dick, huh? Is this what you do with your dick? Yeah, yeah. Experience. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you gotta wipe. Who wipes the dick? Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, you gotta shake it, don't you? No, 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 no. I mean, not one. every time. You was proud of it, though. You was confident. Listen, at some at some point, you gotta realize that when you turn off your water hose, sometimes there's still a couple drips that come out. Uh, yes, I'm at that age where that's starting to happen. So, but I mean, I ain't wiping my dick yet. I'm not there. I mean, you're not like. <laughs> you're not treating it like the back end. I mean, you're not like going like full detail airbrushing. I mean, you just might dab it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't see this, but he dabbed when he said dab it. <laughs> Is that what Cam Newton talking about? Uh, that was Cam Newton talking yes. about dick wiping. 
But that's how I can't tell. You know what I mean? But you always wipe. You always wipe. That was funny, though. I mean, sometimes because it's awkward. Like, there's no toilet paper roll at the urinal. But you take it with you. That's how you wipe it off. I mean, if there's like a paper towel, but I mean, then you, you take know, one ply. Like there might be a guy next to you. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, you know, if I'm like, peeing next to you and I and I, I'm not I'm not a dick watcher, <laughs> I'm confident in my dick situation. But if I'm <laughs> peeing next to you and I'm like, yo, fam is done and reaching for the toilet paper, I have to ask, what the fuck are you doing? And you say wiping my dick, I put my dick up, I wash my hands, and I leave. Well, some I mean, people, if you're like, well, not everybody has the ability to, you know, have that the, all the dick exit the pee hole. I mean, maybe. I mean, it depends what you're doing. Uncircumcised dicks is that what we're getting? Well, I can mean, say that, that now. I mean, you're, if you're, at, <laughs> I mean, if you're at like work or something, I mean, I guess not all really dicks are keep created equal though. This is let's the be, longest. Say that. This is the longest we've ever <laughs> talked about dicks on the Pora podcast. By the way, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> this whole dick conversation. You, you said we we bought, we came back to the we got we got sidetracked. Kevin so, Hart. Kev Hart's version was funny to you. Uh, funny to me. That's but he's not funny to you because you feel like it's scripted. There not, was a lot of uh <laughs> fluffing in that. In he's the, not in he's not hilarious. Like he's like I said, he's not sell out Can you do but the Mike Epps version? Huh? Can you do the Mike Epps version? Uh I don't That'd know. That'd be hard because you gotta actually be Mike Epps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really I don't think Mike Epps would I don't think Mike Epps would have went through with it. I don't <laughs> he's above Dick Dicks and Cups. He'd have been like, uh Man, listen, I was working the house, but I had to quit that shit. This motherfucker done knocked on the door. He told my man, put my dick in the cup. I told that motherfucker. You're doing the scratchy motions. You I, don't even, I, don't, I don't know how to do Mike Epps. Mike Epps doesn't really talk as much as Kevin. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have it. I never even tried to do impressions. I, I, so as far as the dynamics of comedy, with the with, when you're telling a story, so like even, even us in this room, if I had to retell a story, mm-hmm. I'm going to retell it in a way that's funny to the person that's listening. Yeah, so, you have to you have to remix things sometimes. Of course, based on the audience you talk to. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like the black crowd version. There's a white crowd version. Because the black crowd version would be, I didn't actually do it because most of them would that would be funnier to them. I mean, you quit your job. Like, hey, I'm 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 broke as shit. I'm out here in these streets. I ain't got no money because I had to quit my job. Like, hey, why you quit your job? Well, you're probably wondering why I quit my job. Well, my boss told me I had to put a dick in the cup, and I told him no. You know, my friend Rio told me. My friend Rio said to me, Rio Paris, he, he's good. African American is what he does. African American. Um, that's, that's, that's his product. Yeah. I like that. He said, black people come to comedy shows and do their best not to laugh. Of course. White people come that's to comedy, comedy shows. He's like, white people come to comedy shows, they're ready to go. You know, they just want to laugh. But like, black people, they want you to. I might to, be white because I go to a comedy show, I'm ready. He, the, the, whole, the comedian comes in, he's like, hey, I'm Levi Hoogie. And he's like, ah! and I'm like, that nigga's funny. He's, yeah, like, he's, like, he's like, black people just sit down. He's like, black people, when they come to comedy shows, they're just like, make us laugh and tell us why we have to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you're yes, black. Like, is, that not, is that not how it should be? It's, it's not easy because you know what? I don't really, I think that I don't really so much have their struggle. Like, I think the first thing that turns them off is I don't sound like I'm black. Like, I did a show in Polk County. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a comedian. The already going left. I, it was a comedian. I don't know what his name is. His name was like, like, Killer Cracker com- Comic or something like that. And he was just going all about it. My grandmama and my cousin and them. Killer kill Cracker Comic. It was just like some... Did gen- you spell it with all Ks? Probably. Just Ooh. the KKK. <laughs> Look at it. Oh, witty. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> Yo, shout out to that dude. That, the, huge. The huge guy. He just keeps cutting his wife off. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll ask her a question and then cut her off. Yeah. Just to say huge. Now, Caroline, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Caroline's uh, like, actually... Billy? <laughs> you know, it was crazy though because I was listening to a commercial today. He's like, I bought a house in Tampa Bay. Like, 
Did he not say, like, what about his wife? Did she not get to be part of that? I didn't know that was his wife. I thought he just might have been like, maybe Caroline's not his wife. No, that's his wife. She's with maybe him. a she's side with, piece. She's with him everywhere. I've always heard him on the radio. I've never seen him, so maybe. Yeah. He's, not, he's got a TV commercial. I don't watch TV. So. I don't feel like my wife would appreciate me going, it's huge. I don't watch TV, so I don't know. My girlfriend's witty. She she would dead me right in the middle of me saying huge. Like, actually, I've seen it, and it's not that huge. Did my whole commercial car salesman shit. I wouldn't have a car salesman career because she would dead my shit immediately. I don't. I, it's okay. We <laughs> she dead my whole shit. We we uh, we we got we got off on the tangent again. We were talking about comedy. Yeah. So <laughs> the dynamics of comedy. You you you're not a fan of Kev. Is that what? No, I mean no. I, I know a lot of people that are. He's you, you know what they say. I think it's because he went Hollywood. You know, I mean, lots of movies, lots of everything. I like the the essence, the grind. Let me ask you this. Who who's your top five comedians? Ooh. Do I have a top five? We I don't even know there. if I have five. Three. I like Mike Epps. I like Cat Williams. Uh, I see your style of comedy. Old school. I like uh, Bill Engel. Bill uh, Engel. That's yeah. Damn. But Bill no, Engel. I didn't see that coming. I, I like actually like all the rednecks to the comedy. I don't know about Jeff. Well, no, 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 not Jeff. The other guy. Uh, Ron. Guy. Ron White. No, Ron White. No, Ron White's guy. okay. Oh, Larry the Cable Bill. Bill um, I like Ron because he drank whiskey like I drink whiskey. And uh, I like Chris Tucker. I like Chris Tucker. I don't think he's funny. You don't see? No. I don't think Chris Tucker's stand up funny. I think he's as an actor, funny. he's funny. Yeah, they said he's had like five jokes his whole career. <laughs> he just tells them everywhere he goes. I think, <laughs> I think most of his is his mannerisms and how Me? he that's it. I think that's what it is. He's got that thing. I went to see him actually here. So I, don't know. Is, I heard he's doing like the no cursing thing. Uh, is he? I think I, th- so. I think he's like a reformed. I, don't quote me, Christian maybe. That was the first time I actually went to like a big Did name comedian. Uh, I don't remember. I I just remember lots of people getting kicked out for taking pictures. Oh, he tried to pull a Kev heart. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they was, they said, no Kev, t- Kev was telling people, "You bring a camera up in here, you out of here." But uh, people tested it. Yeah, comedy's good. I try not to watch comedy though, because it affects. Because because you because you know what it is. You write something. Yeah. And you might watch lots of videos and find somebody that has something like that. And did your own joke. And then it feels like you stole it. Yeah. And then you feel like... Well, ah. It's so hard to be original because I feel like everybody has already thought Everything of that idea. Is, there's no original ideas. Yeah. Every idea has been talked about or covered. But I even see people that when, I, when I've been to the improv, I feel like some people... I've, I've heard jokes. There was a, there's an Indian guy that goes to the improv. Sure, nothing. And he actually... He uh, flipped the camera. I've heard him steal um, Aziz Ansari's jokes. Yeah, you know, some of it, because they act like we don't watch TV. Yeah. Because I've heard comedians say, I don't, that's the thing, I don't, I'm a fan. I mean, clearly it's very frowned upon, but would the person be blackballed like they would be in the rap community? No. Like, you you bite lyrics. No, but that happens, though, because Dane Cook, he got frowned upon for stealing jokes. Same with uh, Carlos Mencia. They were already big by the time they did that, though, right? Um, yeah. But you know what happened, uh, Trump and Hillary. If you have a joke for Trump and Hillary, ninety nine percent there's a there's a fifty percent chance that somebody's going to touch on the subject, mm-hmm. and then now you got to because there's only so many angles. Like we can talk about how dumb Trump is or how uh, full of shit Hillary is. And then you got to think: Does the audience really want to hear ten people tell Bill and Hillary jokes? Not really. We just go to the Daily Show for that. So it's like because <laughs> like I've ha- I've had an idea and then I've I've had it ready and then the comic before me tells the same. Area of the joke and like a oh, fuck. Well, I can't, well, I can't do that because he but, did it. Yeah, then other people are gonna think I took it from him. Because he actually, went first. Yeah, because he went first. <laughs> That's all it boils down to. You know? <laughs> so, so in the comedy world, uh, is there a 
what's the word I'm looking for? Is there a uh, is there any leeway for for that kind of stuff amongst the comedians? Because the audience is a different thing, but within the inner like when you're, yeah, when you're not, rubbing elbows with these guys, they're not like, gonna be happy with you if you steal. But like you know, like but, but not that you stole, but like you say I don't know you, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. We show up to this event together. I got a whole list of jokes I'm about to tell. You go first. You tell a similar joke, and then my joke broaches a similar situation, and I'm like, "You're good." I've wrote these jokes many times before. Yeah, you're you're good. But if I stole it, I'm done. If you stole it word for word, yeah. Um, I'm, I can't think of anything off the just the top of my head that we really had. But I mean, because it's gonna happen. Like I know Rio. I know what Rio has jokes about. Like sometimes I'll think about it. Oh, there was a joke. There was a kid that used to talk about uh the weather, and I. Found, I'd sit home watch the weather and I'm like you know what does the dew point really fuck up anybody's day never it's I like, don't even know why they were playing like, like is anybody like yo there's a go dew to Bush point Gardens. 58 yeah. oh fuck yeah it's like yo I was gonna go to Bush Gardens nigga did you see the dew point <laughs> <laughs> you're tripping you know what I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, and there was a comedian that used to tell that kind of joke but he told it kind of laid back uh-huh. and I don't really think it, it, it touched on that but it wasn't really that so I mean I I didn't I found it watching the news, and then when I thought about it, Brandon's like, oh, still laughing about that's it. Funny. <laughs> I never thought about the dew point. <laughs> like I found, like I found it watching the news, because like I was watching the news. I'm like, you know what? Who has the best job in the newsroom? It's the fucking weatherman. Oh, he just chilling. Because you could just throw like he could be like 89, right? And you walk outside, and you don't really know that it's not 89. Like you're not walking outside like. It's fucking definitely eighty six. This <laughs> fucking guy just sitting. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, checks and balances on him. There's nothing. Like if he's got to go, zero percent chance of rain. Hey man, it's not actively raining. Because he can easily say, Oops. "He's Florida. All he has to do, if the weatherman has to go, 89, and then forty percent chance of rain the whole fucking week. Then he covers all the bases. You're good because there's a forty percent chance. So if how it we, doesn't, how we get that job? Apparently, you got to go to cloud school. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like some imaginary bullshit. <laughs> some cloud, cloud school. <laughs> what school do you go to? Cloud school. The weatherman gives you a bunch of... No, no one really cares about... Like, I, who is the guy that... Like, when they said, okay, we're going to report the temp, we're going to report the humidity, maybe we should report the dew point. Like, who's the dew point for? I need to Google that. I, other weathermen. nothing... <laughs> 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 Yo, fam, you heard? The dew point 58. <laughs> Yo, it's ridiculous, bro. I'm not going out there with that dew point. <laughs> See, what you don't know is the dew point is a true teller of the weather. That's, that's If you go to cloud school, they tell you this. Like, what is the dew point? You didn't go to cloud school, Levi? No, nah, I didn't go to cloud school. <laughs> I went to clown school. I don't, know about, I don't know about the dew point. Is that a thing? Clown school? Yeah. Yeah. They got clown college. Yes, yeah, down in just, uh, the Barnum and Bailey one in Bar- Bradington. You think you just get to get to the circus without education? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, both of these comedian motherfuckers judged the hell out of me. <laughs> this, y'all didn't see, but they both you they, no. They, they both sat up and looked at me and were like, Credit "Yeah, nigga, clown, this clown college. <laughs> McDonald's got a college, really, for the managers. It's like in Michigan. It's the, it's it's called what? Mick University, McDonald's yeah. University. I am out of the loop on a lot of things. <laughs> I feel like I should know more of these things. You need like, to spend some time on Google, bro. <laughs> just, I, I know a lot about a lot. I just didn't know there was a clown school. Yeah, this clown college or a cloud school. Yeah, like because you know, like the the circus people, like they live on the train. Like they live literally on what? the train because when the circus the travels, they like live on a train. Like I watched the documentary, and they just like they have a chef and everything. It's like yeah. a it's it's the you gonna have me looking this shit up later. I'll be out here like click 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 click. Because how do you think the circus gets to the city? They don't come in greyhounds. They come on trains. That's how the elephants get. Off I just the see the motherfuckers walking the road. 
Yeah, because they got off the train. I mean, they can't fly an elephant in. I don't know. Did y'all know? Did y'all know? I'm the voice of the people here, and I feel like the people didn't know that. Only you two motherfuckers know about clown school. Is that the Steve same school? Steve went to it from Jackass. I seen him actually at improv. He, or at uh, Side Splitters. He's funny. Is he a good comedian? I didn't think he was going to be. I counted him out. But actually, I watched him. It was pretty funny. My goal is not to live next to black people. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas. Not I, black people. You said it. Like Obama, okay. But like, Rakisha. But you have to look at it. Like, I walk, I drive my bus past this street every day. I think day. I know a Rakisha. <laughs> Yo, but, but, but why do why do black people not want to live next to black people? It's just you Have gotta you ever pr- live next to black people. <laughs> yes, I live next to a black guy now. Just one? Oh wait, no, just one. <laughs> where you live is a different kind of black guy. We talk about niggas. black people. This difference between niggas yeah. and black people. Yeah, like niggas that bottle would have been. Good. Doesn't Chris Rock have? <laughs> doesn't Chris Rock have a joke about that? I think so. It's, you know, I, it's there's, true. A, there's, a, there's an episode of The Office that I like, and it it's is. called Diversity Day because I have it on my iPad. And he's like, every time a bunch of black people get together, another black people, they ruin it for the other half of the black people. I don't want to pay my child support. They get something like that. <laughs> Who the hell was that? It's uh, Steve Carell. Oh. I like Steve Carell, too. Steve, Steve Carell's Carell. funny. He is funny. I don't know if he can do stand-up, though. I think anybody can do stand-up. Really? Everybody can do stand-up. There's I, not a person out there. The only, I wouldn't test it. Do you know what the thing is? The thing about it is, you do this. And you laugh, and you can do stand-up. The only thing is, I'll I, I tell you this, you just have to have confidence in yourself. I tell people all the time, because I can walk into any room with any amount of people. I've seen you do it. And I can skid up there and do it. And you know what, people go, how do you do that? Because don't, I don't walk in a room and say, okay, there's 632, you know, there's 30 people here, they're looking at me. Because I just go up there and do it. Because if you fail, nothing changes. And if you do well... You're not going to die. They're not, not going yeah, yeah. to cut your head off. You're your worst enemy. I tell, tell people all the time, you want to try to build up confidence? Go just do, go tell some comedy. Because you know what? A lot of things in your life are funny. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not funny, if you give it out there... Give it a funny spin. You can put spin it. I'm all about telling stories. And like I, I, I do the podcast, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm able to talk, and funny stuff happens on here. I just don't feel like I'm comedically minded in a sense that I can... Like you, like you said... I can't write a joke and then regurgitate that joke day after day to different crowds of people and be like, "Hey, Mike Lake is funny." I don't think I'm that guy. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so either. But it actually, you write down something and somebody might laugh at it. Anything that's been on your mind that you guys want to talk about? We can discuss anything. There's a lot of people watching, but they're not hitting. But yeah, some comments. Come on now. This man is going on tangents about anything. Anything about chicken. Everything about dick and cups. Anything midgets. Oh, we got Dunny in the building. What up? I laugh about midgets, but so if you, like, when you really see a midget like in front of you, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> are, you scared, are you scared of midgets? No. Big hair freaks me out. Like, big Texas hair, which, I mean, black people really don't understand that. But if you're a fan of blondes, big hair is not really my thing. I can see that being an issue. Big hair is, like, creepy. Midgets are, like, I mean... Uh, big hair and little people. Well, not not big haired midgets. That's a whole nother. You know oh, what's that's scary? A, that's a terror joke for you. <laughs> you know what's scary is when you see two midgets in the same day, but they don't know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever ran into two midgets before? Because you know what it is. It's kind of like gay people. Because like I've done that before. I've ran into two midgets, and I was like, "What kind of day am I having?" Like I say that like about gay people. Because like I see a gay guy get on the bus, and like I see another gay guy get on the bus, and I think they're automatically gonna be friends. You know what I mean? Because it's like we're here. 
and we're queer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It but it's like, a t-shirt. But it's just like, kind of like midgets. So I was like, just because they're like both midgets, like what you think they're going to talk about? You must know Terry. Because, you know, like, it's like, it's like a midget should know each other, though. Like, you don't really, you don't, if I was a midget, that should be on a meetup. Let me me tell you. Like, it'd be like a midgetmeet.com or something. (laughs) MM.com, baby. As a a black guy, I'm not racist or nothing. I love all people. But when I'm out and I see black people, I give them the. We're all a little racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I figure, I feel like midgets would do the same thing, something similar to like a, you know. Listen, racism makes the world go round. That's why, listen, if we didn't have racism, the world would be shit. We need racism. Okay, because I'm only eating Chinese food from a Chinese restaurant. I'm not going to some Puerto Ricans trying to make me some pork fried rice. But you've never seen a a, 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 um, a fucking a Chinese at a Panda Express. It's always a Mexican. Yeah, Panda Express isn't Chinese food. Panda <laughs> Express is terrible. Panda Express is the McDonald's of Chinese food. Yeah. Panda Express is... No one's eating that shit on purpose. What up, Derek? I went there. But I'm um, like... <laughs> you ever notice know. your voice change when you speak to different uh, sexes? Like, you see a female, like, oh, hey, how you doing? You, you speak to a guy, you're like, what up? What's up, man? What up, fam? No emotion. Derek in the building. Hey, Delia. What up, Derek? crack a lack and smack a lack <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you would think that other people come along. But then I guess maybe maybe people think that about us. Like, like you know, white folks, they see, like, a black guy get on the bus, and, like, another black guy gets on, and they're going to think we're to, like, slap hands and stuff and be like, what up, bro? You know, just, you know, you got that dap. You get the... Yeah. You know what's interesting is the white guy always gets a different handshake than the black guy. Yeah, we just. Yeah, yeah, I'll, give you an, I'll give you an example. Last night we all went out somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Yo, what's up? What's up?" And I came up and, and I got the I got the CEO handshake. But why is that? Why can't I get the black guy handshake? It's just an assumption. We we accept, we exceed, black folks <laughs> usually assume when a, when a I'm not doing tax write offs. Like I mean, like I if like, I see, I want the same handshake as everybody else. I like if I see if I see little, I got Dick, you, B. I got you. See, what's up, man? If I see little Dicky, I would probably give him the daps because he has. I guess it just depends on the swag. But like so you gotta have black credibility. You got the credibility though. You you know what it is? It, it's kind of like how we know when black, white girls like black guys. There's like a hey, Natalie, there's like a spidey up. sense. <laughs> it's like a spidey sense. Like if you, I reach my hand out and you reach your hand out the same way, then I'm like, oh, we shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> like if we on that. But if I reach my hand out and you go like, what's up? You know, from the high. Like like, yeah, like black people are like putting them. their mouth over their head. Like yo, that's my nigga. Shake <laughs> my hand. Yo, let me ask you a question. It's about the approach. Speaking of what you just said, this is a very sensitive topic, and I hope people can chime in. It's about to get serious. It is. Dim the the lights. (laughs) Baba Walters. Who can say the N word? Mr. Lesbianus. Obviously, black people can say the N word, but who can't say the N word? Um, Aside from white people. Well, everybody can. It's not who can say the N word, it's who can deal with the repercussions. (laughs) (laughs) Because Kramer got away with it. Uh, You know what? Kramer got all the way away with it. It's it's not who it's it's how you say it. I think when if you uh, enunciate it right, uh, black folks get the vibe that you've done this before and uh, they let you slide. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's Brandon, don't you listen to him, Brandon? Uh, I don't, don't want to say that. To I don't want to go to the university mall and I'll be like, I want to get them twelves and say it. Nah, B. Listen, listen to me. I'm just not gonna say. Listen it. to me. Don't listen to him. He's gonna get you messed up. Yeah. <laughs> If you gotta ask the question, can I say it? You can't say it. Like if Little Dicky said it, I don't think anybody would be like. I think I do because if Little Dicky said it, I, think, I don't think that I think somebody might. I don't think they'd really give him too much. He's done music with Trinidad and I Mystical. Feel like they would. I don't think they'd give it to him. I get. I think it depends how. Like I don't think if he did like a nigga 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 nigga. I don't think he could go that. But Eminem did a whole career never. Eminem never said it. They got him on tape one time when he was like a kid saying it, like a high school teen. Yeah, but there's tons. And, and there was one time, and I love this bar when he did it. 
he re- he didn't see it, but the rhyme scheme led him to that point. Mm-hmm. And they say, uh, I drink malt liquor to fuck you up quicker than you want to fuck me up for saying the word. And yeah, he just yeah, stopped. Yeah, I, saw that. And he, and he I love that bar. I thought it was creative as hell. Uh, but you can't. I, if you, want, I, I encourage my audience members to just go ahead and do it. I, it's like a bucket list. But, just, I, but you you're not offended that? when you see a Hispanic say it. Because they're kind of black. Listen, is this because of the oppression? We're all from the same spot. What up, Zoo? It just depends on where you got off the boat. <laughs> cause like, cause pretty much like we all just like rolled out of Africa, and there were layovers. Okay, y'all a couple. Talking, what y'all think? A couple guys got off in the DR. A couple guys got off in Puerto Rico. They lightened up. Some got off in Jamaica. They got a cool ass accent, and then some of us got off here, and we had to work our ass off. <laughs> we're all on the same ship. We all so I mean Puerto Ricans they're they're half uh, black anyways. But the people that are listening, we're talking about who can who cannot say the N word. Obviously, white people cannot. Black people can. Like you just but can't. Who's the middle ground. Like you just can't walk out of like uh, Puerto Ricans. Like you just can't walk out of Bed Bath and Beyond and be like, "Excuse me, my nigga, <laughs> that's my parking spot." Like that's. But you know, I think the shock factor. I think it's the initial shock factor because if, if a white guy's just like nigga, then black people like for the, like black people like they look at you and it's like analyzing. <laughs> it's like doop, 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 is this doop, okay? Doop. Is this okay? Are we cool with this? <laughs> honestly, though, honestly, for the most part, though, I will say that I don't care either way. As long as you're not being disrespectful, if you let it fly, like I've heard comedians broach the the they use the word and it's like if it's in a tasteful manner. Yeah, comedians can use the word. I've, I've heard comedians tell lots of black jokes. You know what I think about it? Especially me when I do a lot of venues that don't involve... I, I'll say this. As a black man, I've been to a lot of venues uh, doing comedy where I am the only chocolate person in the room. And uh, a lot of those comedians have uh, black jokes. And then when I show up, it's like, oh, okay, a black guy came in. So, <laughs> you know, they're just kind of like, Oops. should I tell this joke? <laughs> so, like, it, you know, I can, I can see them kind of looking at me out the corner of their eye. They're like, so there's uh, anybody's wife fuck a black guy? And they're kind of like looking at you. And they're like, cops are fucking black people all day. They're not even hitting them with the baton anymore. They're just shooting them. <laughs> I feel like this is and a real... They, and then like, they get off the stage, up. and the first thing they do is come to you and just seek your forgiveness. They're like, I'm sorry, but it's all hey, I Hey, man, have. I got to tell these jokes. <laughs> like, you know, you know how it is. But see, in comedy, you're, you're like, on the stage, you're, you're... Freedom. On the stage, you're free to do what you want. When are you going to get back on the stage, B? Man, I want to get back in there soon. Uh, set a date for yourself. When are you going to be back on stage next? Uh, I'll go when you go. I don't know. I got, You know what? I got to go on Tampa Bay Comedy. I go on Tampa Bay Comedy. I usually look around Dave Hines or Mike Murillo. I see when they have like a Saturday or a Friday open. Uh-huh. And I usually just try to jump on like one of their little showcases. Next time you're going on, let me know. We'll put it out to the Shift Division listeners, all my people over there. Uh, let's go see these guys. Let's support these guys. Let's get Tampa yeah, yeah, comedy on. Shift division. I like shift division. Shift division media. You welcome to. How do you, how do you spell? How do you spell? <laughs> shifted vision. Do you spell it like? It's spell right. The right way. Correct way. Vision. Shifted. Let, let me ask you this. Vision. You know we we had this joke. Okay, there was a, there was a there was a post on Facebook. Okay, and it was like you know do you have any felonies? No, I have a misdemeanor. Okay, <laughs> you seen that? You seen the misdemeanor? <laughs> right. And I was just thinking to myself, I do not know how to spell misdemeanor. Does anybody know? Do you know how to spell misdemeanor? I do. I you do. do? I went to police school, though. Oh, okay. So you're good. Yeah. You know how to spell misdemeanor? Of course. Right off the top of your head. Yeah. So you'll be able to tell if you got it right. Yeah. What's up? Go ahead. Spell it. M-I-S-D-E-M-E-A-N-O-R. 
He got it? Bow. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but he's also white. I passed F cap. But I have two of them. That trumps it. <laughs> you got two misdemeanors in case spell it? Yeah. I try to I I, I I really started to depend on my phone. Like my phone became I mean, my in twenty sixteen you don't have to know how to spell it. But don't. don't you feel like every time I want to type something, my adjudication I can get was as lazy as possible. I could type yeah. something and it's gonna be auto. I would literally type the first three letters of a word and then search the the. I'd be like, oh, there it is, right there. Click. Like my phone had me. Like okay. I was like, like you, I, I typed in uh, reserved and I was like parking. I was like, thank you. <laughs> like and and no, nobody's really worried about that. Your phone is actually answering shit for you. Like no one's like. Did this just finish know? my sentence for me? I didn't know what I was going to say. <laughs> like, it's, it's saving all your stuff. <laughs> no, legit. I, I'm an excellent speller, but I, I mean, why the shit I type the word? If when I, I was in elementary school, I was terrified because I was never good at spelling. I, I didn't I, think I, I'd I, make it through life without knowing how to, I could spell. I was just spell to be It's just not it. I was that kid. I was like, M-I-S-T-D. No, not Misty. That sounds wrong. <laughs> I was like, just, and then your phone, your phone can't even help you. Like, you put the first three letters in it, and you're like, come on, phone. The phone's like, mister? The phone, no, the phone's like, Mystery? my demeanor. I'm like, you really, like, really, like, you can't help me out here? It's just like, fuck it. So I, like, I left a comment on the status without spelling the word. So hopefully they, I think they figured it out. <laughs> if you see Levi comment and you're leaving blanks, y'all know what it is. It's like, I can't spell the word. Well, yeah, let's get out of here, man. We talked about a lot. We covered a lot. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I do want to say, be get me on the close. I do want to say thank you for coming through, brother. You're more than welcome to come back. Yeah, yeah. Good. I want to have you back. Brandon. I want to have him back on for Crevices of Keister. He's not paying attention. No, no, I am. He hosts the show Crevices of Keister. It's a sketch comedy show. You should check yeah, it out. Yeah, okay. Um, we're still growing. We're still learning. But uh, my man's funny here, and I, I like y'all to team up and do something. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we do a lot. I do a lot of skits. Yeah, yeah. I like Are you good at voices? Just mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, however, however, however you really do it, anything, you're more than welcome to come anytime you want. Anytime you got anything to promote, you and DJ Royce, um, Oogie's uh, Auto Detailing. Oh, yeah, Oogie Auto Spa. Auto, oh, excuse me, Auto Spa. Cycle Junkies. Didn't you invite me to Hooligans, uh, the group? The yeah, they probably had the group, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. And um, Heartline, man. Shout out to Yeah, Heartline. Tampa Bay Comedy. It's Heart now. They dropped the line. What? Yeah, they've been. They dropped the line, changed the color scheme, which I, I mean, they people don't want to embrace that, so they just call it hard line. And we just say fuck it. <laughs> I'm a bus operator, by the way. Oh my bad. We, bus no, operator. We don't, we don't drive. We're operators. Oh, don't oh. don't belittle my. Oh. I operate stuff. Okay. <laughs> your name tags us. No, yeah, I'm a. Yeah, it says bus operator. Yeah. <laughs> stuff has to get operated. I operate the air conditioning, the, the fan. It's more than just driving. Yeah. He, do, he got. He got. He lowered her thing. Do you put on the radio? We're not allowed to. What? But that didn't answer so the question. You guys have quiet rides? No, that yeah. that didn't answer the question. But do you? What? Like, uh, like, <laughs> like my, my music radio or what? What radio? He wear headphones in his. No, ear. no, you can't. Really, you can't wear. You can't have nothing electronic. Really? Yeah. The only like the my I love my job. The only thing I have to decide is like where to put all my food while I'm driving. Like you'll yeah. just be eating like a Snickers bar and like you got melted chocolate on your fingers and you got a left turn coming up and you're like. The passengers are looking at me in the mirror. Judging the hell out You have, like, the Dorito cheese on your finger, and you're not letting it go to waste. So you're just like... Yeah, they're just, like, looking at you like, what the fuck is that? I like this buzz. He be eating food. <laughs> when they put you on Snapchat, you be looking in the mirror, you see that one guy? <laughs> what do you do when you have that guy that just talks too much when he's on the bus? I call it, you know... Oh, they, they, they all talk on stage. They, they... There's a little... The front part of the bus, when you first get on, I call that the stage. Yeah. That's where people do all the performing. Yep. But 
basically, as a bus driver, you're trained to just let them talk. I ignore them. I daydream most of the time. Wear sunglasses and take a quick two-minute nap at the light. Would you mind me? What's your route, if you don't mind me asking? I do the 14 right now. 14? I've never rode that one. Okay. And the 36 on Sunday. Okay. Air Force Base. 15 used to be my joint. Uh, Columbus. Downtown to uh, Net Park. Yeah, yeah. That's where my mom lives. Uh, anyway, I really appreciate you coming through, no brother. Problem, I, next comedy show, I'm coming. I'm coming through, and I'm coming back to tell the listeners how it went and what we talked about. I want to see a Kev Hart impersonation again because that was funny. <laughs> you think I did a good job? <laughs> he did it. You think I did a good job? He slid right into the camera. I like how you did that. Also, Brandon, when you get up on the stage, we are gonna go out there and support. We might even yeah. film that if we could. Yeah, I would. Um, we'll be on the stage. But uh, again, Shit Division Media is all about support, and we support you in all your endeavors. Holla at uh, Oogie's Auto Spa over off uh, MLK, Nebraska. I think I made Nebraska that address Nebraska Bush, up. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I made that address UConn. up. Yeah. But, uh, Oogie Auto Spa, <laughs> I'm on there. Hit us up, man. We'll connect you with the guy. Get your car detail. I'm going to come through um, maybe sometime this week and get my, get my shit hooked up. Um, but yeah, for now, anywhere they can reach you. Where do you want, to, where do, where do you want them to hit you They can find up? me on uh, Facebook. Levi Oogie Boogie Houston. Nothing fancy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, no IG, no website. I have IG, but I don't really worry about that. With it. Yeah, okay. I don't really add people like to too much. Like I don't have no men on my Snapchat. There's no reason to have man on my Snapchat. <laughs> we all know what it's there for. Like I don't need no basketball shorts in my fucking Snapchat. I reserve comment. I reserve comment. In any case, stopped everything he's doing. <laughs> I appreciate you coming through, brother. Oh, brother, man, I appreciate thanks. you coming through the sport too. Shift Division Media. It is the Pour Up Podcast, and we are out of here. Thanks everybody Ooh. for listening, and uh, join us next time. Deuces.